Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the football podcast. Short, it's sweet, but it's still football. There's a reason that it's short and sweet. You'll find out by listening and or watching. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop in a review if you want to drop and share the podcast around. That's the important one. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, football podcast. Recording in progress. Ah, ah yes. That unmistakable sound can mean only one thing, ladies and gentlemen. We're back again for your weekly update of football nonsense, chicanery, all those sorts of wonderful words. I'm not alone, as always. I'm joined by the the leader of the Cookie Cast podcast network. And look, he's got his huge advent calendar. He's brought it with him. Brought it with Nobody him. saw that Disney advent calendar <laughs> down there. No, I was just like, what the hell's that behind me? Oh, it's, it's a massive Disney advent calendar. I'll probably move that from the rock and roll podcast that we deliver. Listen, it's it's if if, if there was if there was ever a struggling company that needed advertising, it's that company. So you're just helping out the little guy. You're a good man. You're uh, a good man. I like to shop. I like to shop local. So what can I say? Exactly. And uh, how are you, sir? I I am well, thank you. How are you? I'm very very good. I'm very good. Very good. So bringing. A whole city flavour to the proceedings, as usual. It is Stuart Woodmansey. How are you today, sir? Um, I'm adequate. Let's go with that. Adequate. It's well, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Let the listeners decide. Well, exactly. We love to. We love to hear it. And uh, obviously, those uh, those viewers and listeners will make their mind up as soon as we uh, as soon as we possibly can. And rounding us out nicely with our Nottingham Forest correspondent, if you will, Mister Matthew Moore. How are you today, sir? I'm good. There's no disappointment. You know, there's no opportunities to be disappointed at the moment. Exactly. So it's, it's just like that kind of. His, his team hasn't given him the chance to be, uh, you know, sullied against football for the last week or so. So he's still got that joy to look forward to, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the potential. Potential. The potential is always there. So uh, we've got week 17 to go through, and then we'll uh, do some predictions for week 18. Before we get there. Um, from a news roundup perspective, I actually do have something Middlesbrough related this week, and uh, it is in the form of voted as the PFA Player of the Year month for, I guess November, even though there was probably only like two games in it. Was uh, everyone's favourite Chuba Rackpom? Really? Smash the daylights out of that one match in November. <laughs> <laughs> What what can I say? He was vote, uh, voted voted for by his peers. What 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 can I say? Um, I, I believe there's uh, some some brief whole city news. It's not positive from a player perspective, sadly. Uh, no, um, so strap in for the predictions, boys, because you can't pick Pelcast for the next three months. Yeah, he, uh, he took took an op fairly early in the uh, Watford game, and it was confirmed by the owner that he will be missing for three months' worth of action. Um, however, the interview in which the owner revealed that information was taking place in Qatar as he jet-sets his way around the world. So, um, 
he managed to briefly mention Pelkas is out for three months in between telling the entire world that in the last week he's been in Turkey, then to Miami with some Argentinian friends, and then to the Dominican Republic, then to watch two games of football at the World Cup in Qatar. And he's going to come back to watch the Sunderland Hull game, which we will get to momentarily. And then he's going back to Qatar with Liam Rossini and his wife. Don't know which wife of the pair. I'm assuming one of each, hopefully. Otherwise, you do your own party, whatever you want to do. Um, but they're going to watch the World Cup final together. To scout yeah. players. Oof. Well, they did, they, did ask, <laughs> they did ask him about the side. And he said, and rightly so as well, we have been plagued by injury, which I would agree with. Um so we have got some players coming back, so that will help out a lot. But they're looking at two or three for January. Um, the commentator, sort of interviewer guy, jokingly said, oh, what about Cristiano Ronaldo? And the guy, <laughs> the owner went, yeah, um, financial fair play might not allow that, mate. <laughs> oh, you've, you've got to love the fact that he did contemplate it for all of like 10 seconds. I was like, no, it's just, it's just not financially viable. That is, the only, that is the only obstacle in the way here. It was quite interesting because he did also pass comment. Um, it was only on for, it was on for 10 minutes, so he covered quite a lot of ground. But he did mention um, about the championship being a bit of an unfair playing field still in that regard, in the sense of, you know, there are team, three teams that are coming up and three teams that are coming down, and they might have a budget. The, the ones coming down might have a budget of 70 million quid. Whereas the ones at the bottom end might be what, and the figure he quoted was minus fourteen million quid. Um, let's hope he's a little better at balancing the books, seeing as we are currently one place in the relegation zone. Not the best, but that's that's the yeah, that's the joy of having a uh, a crazy owner, I suppose. Um, I haven't really done any looking, so I don't know if there's anything Nottingham Forest. Newsy? No, no. <clears throat> nothing. Nothing. Nothing exciting. Cooper's. Oh, what are you doing? Cooper's been linked to the. Uh, well, he's 16 to 1 for the England job. Interesting. Um, that, that, and that was the only thing. Obviously, he's, he was in the setup before, but yeah, he was. It was like. Third or fourth on the in the in the bookies kind of thing. Um, but yeah, apart from that, no, no, just usual rumours, more rumours, additional rumours, um, and that's it. Um, but yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing much on Trent's side at the moment. Fair enough. So there's your uh, there's your round of news. So, we'll dive straight back into Week 17's predictions. And there was only two games to go through, so we'll start with my boys on the banks of the River Tees, where Middlesbrough took on Luton Town. Uh, this one uh, was played on Saturday at 3pm, so they hadn't decided to bring the game forward to allow any people who needed to travel to get to or from their destination in time to watch the England game against France. Obviously, we all know that finished. Boo-hoo. No semi-final for England. So, Shock, did Middlesbrough go the same way? They did have the same scoreline in the game, but this was a 2-1 scoreline in their favour. So, Luton took the uh, took the lead through Clark, and I believe the 30, 35th minute. And then, um, 
he, he was he's been he was named the player of the, the the player of the month quite rightly, and he just he just basically just picked up where he left off, didn't he? Old Tubes gets the equaliser within a couple of minutes to bring it back to one one. The game uh, went to half time, then sort of petered out a little bit towards the second half. Luton had a guy sent off in the second half, and then I think for the remaining time, uh, Borough were just pounding on the door, hoping to get the get a winner. And in the uh, 92nd minute, I believe, Matt Crooks steamed in at the back post just to notch another uh, late winner in back-to-back games for Mr Crooks now. So, lovely stuff. A 2-1 win for the Borough. Mr Woodmansey, oh dear, went with a 1-1 draw, literally seconds away from getting the two points bang on there. He had Jones and Morris to score each respective goal, so no points there at all, sadly for Mr Woodmansey. Andy had a 1-0 Middlesbrough win with Akpom to score the goal. That's two points right there. I had 2-0 Middlesbrough with Akpom and Hoppy to score the goals. Two points there for me. But... Steaming in at the back post. Crooks-esque, if you will, with a 2-1 Middlesbrough Town scoreline. It is Mr. Matthew Moore. Two points for the scoreline. He also had Akpom and Fours to score for Borough and Morris to score for Luton. Another point there for the goal scorer. So he has himself three cheeky points. So after game one, Stu yet to score. Myself and Andy on two. Mr. Moore on three. Our last game of the week took us to Buckinghamshire? Harry Potter land. Oh, well, there you go. That's, 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 our, that's how the kids will forever uh, relate to. So, yeah, what, what took place in Watford versus Hull? Um, yeah, that much. So, it finished nil-nil with the, uh, with the exception of that Pelcas injury. It was pretty uneventful. Um, I was listening to the uh, the game for the first half. We were we were travelling, and um, yeah, managed to not crash the car with boredom. So you know that's a bonus, I guess. Yeah, nothing happened. Nil nil. Pelcast is knackered for three months, as we've said, and yeah, let's move on. There you go. That, that thrilling, that thrilling game. Which I believe was broadcast live on Sky TV. If it was as well, and if anybody was going to compare listening to the game in person to that whole assessment of it, I've just saved you eighty-eight minutes. You're welcome. So nil-nil, Watford Hull. Long story short, none of us picked a draw. Andy picked a Hull win. We all picked. The other three of us picked Watford wins. And obviously there was no goal scorer. Zero points across the board. So, no change from the first game. So, winning the week with three points is Mr. Matthew Moore. Well done, sir. We move swiftly on to week 18 and the predictions for this coming week. Still, no Nottingham Forest game. As they are not due to play until I believe the twenty first of December in Capital One. Oh, it's not the Capital One Cup. How about many apologies? So just Middlesbrough versus Burnley to start us off, and it's Burnley versus that is indeed the Cup 
that they will be playing in, Mr. This, Cook. Yes. This guy, is, he's got the advertising down this podcast, I know that's it. That, that, he can smell that sweet dollar rolling in. Uh, just to clarify, he's having his delicious sugary treat from his, his, his Disney-based advent calendar. He's having his lovely sugar-free beverage provided to him by Carabao. And he's taking pictures of it. He's on his delectable Apple iPhone. What a time to be alive. Product placement at its highest. <laughs> anyway, so first game of the week is Burnley versus Middlesbrough. Because my team, therefore, I will go last on this one. Uh, Stu, why don't you kick us off on this one? Apologies, I will start off with a kick in the stones as it is 2-1 Burnley. Interesting. Goal scorers, please. I've gone for Cullen, for obvious reasons, uh, and Rodriguez for Burnley. And seeing as he's had his little rest after he's come back from uh, Qatar, I've gone for McGree to finally get on the score sheet. I will point out, if anybody's still on the fence, having done a little bit of research, in the last uh, three games, I think it was, Burnley have, sc- have scored just the nine goals in the last three games they've played, so... Yeah. Ominous, ominous signs. Mr. Moore. I unfortunately have gone for the same 2 1 as uh, Mr. Ludensee. Uh, and I've gone for Rodriguez and Teller as goal scorers for Burnley and Chuba for. Interesting. Mr. Cook. 2-0 to Middlesbrough. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to do it this week. I said I wasn't going to do it, but then I was like, why Why change the habit of a lifetime? Uh, fours and tuba. I like this guy. A man you can set your watch to. So, Mr. Cook, firmly in the Borough camp, these two, not so much. Which way will I go? Well, it's a full boat, really, as I've also gone for a 2-1 Burnley win. I believe that the goal scorers will be Teller and Brownhill for Burnley with McGree to score for the Borough. There you go. Our last game takes us to Humberside, where Hull City will take on Sunderland or Sunderland up that way bless you um, I'll just jump straight in here as it's not my team so I don't need to go last I've gone for a 1-0 home win and I might be jumping on Andy's, uh, Andy's shoes here but I've gone for Longman to score the goal speaking of which why don't we go straight to Mr Cook for his uh, his prediction close 1-0 to Hull of these uh, but my other favourite, Estupinian, to score the goal, please. As we said last week, I mean, surely, at some point, he has to score. Interestingly, I've not heard any injury news, but he wasn't even in the squad against Watford, which is bizarre. So I'm uh, I'm not not sure what's going on there, but hopefully that was him having a rest after his uh, 
week on the beer in Turkey with the lads. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he'll be back. But yeah, watch this space. Mr. Moore. I've gone for a one-all draw. Interesting. Your goal scorers, please. Uh, Longman. And Diallo. Diallo. Ahmad, as I believe he, uh, you know, is known to his crew. Uh, go on, Stu, your team, your boys, let us know how it's going down. You guys are way too optimistic. Um, we are currently heading to, towards the sink, the, the plug hole with certainly no paddle in sight at this rate. Um, so I'm going to go back to an old tactic of predicting us to lose and hoping that it goes the other way. So I've gone for a 1-0 Sunderland win. And just to add the particular... Malteser to the top of this ultimate shithousery. Um, I've gone for a Corey Evans goal. Ah, yes. Everyone's favourite holding midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> Mr Moore, did he not look happy with you saying saying that Hull were dancing towards the plug hole with the alarming regularity? A draw with Watford is a decent result. Away from home, no less. Away from home? I was like, hang on a minute. Yeah, you've seen how we go. So then we play a team that's in and around us that we desperately need to beat and will absolutely lose. Ah, you're uh, (coughs) you're suffering from the Liverpool circa 2000 and something disease. I like it. That, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the end yet again. Another another speedy quick one, I, I can see it. Tell you something. I never thought. I never thought I'd say this, but can we can we get Forrest back on the podcast, please? This is this is outrageous. What? <laughs> I think I think there is a fair chance that we'll be making up for this next week with an absolute bumper crop on the basis That's, of the you know potential festive, festive fixtures. To festive be time, festive prizes. You know, it's it's, it's just it's it's. Would it be would it be quite sort of apt for us to be gifting it? To the listeners and the viewers, you know, that our our Yuletide gift as such to the it's, like, uh, the, the, it's like the opposite of cold turkey in a sense of we're not going from everything to nothing, we're going from nothing to everything this time around. Well, yeah, pretty much. But yes, alas, like I say, that that does bring us to the end of the podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen. Unless anyone has anything they would like to bring to the table. Are we going to discuss Gareth Southgate possibly leaving as the England manager, or are we going to wait till his decision's made? Well, what what is that all about, though? Like, he's got a contract until the end of the next tournament, and now well, now, if I walked into work and gone, you know what, last week didn't go as well as I'd hoped. Can you just give me a minute while I think about if I actually want to work this week or not? <laughs> like, that's well, what every, man. Was his comment for the... me, I just keep on going. <laughs> well, his, his comment was that these these tournaments take a lot out of you as a as a person and stuff. So I think his his, his idea was that oh, I need to reassess. He ain't going anywhere. He knows exactly how cushy a job he's got. He ain't moving. It's, it's where he it's where he would go next because you know as many people have pointed out, his club manager record is not stellar, shall we say? You want to watch your mouth, Sam? 
life of yourselves, it's not great, is it? What are you talking about? Listen, every great, if every great England manager gets the borough relegated from the Premier League, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I think I think the thing that which kind of amused me the most was uh, Jamie Carragher's insistence that it had to be uh, an England. It, it had, the English England manager should be English, and you kind of have a little troll through his um, his international career, and uh, he kind of quit when. Fabio Capello took over and didn't play a whole lot when Sven Goran Eriksson came over. Wonder where Jamie's bias comes from then. Apart from that, he was a terrible footballer. But you know, that's kind of, <laughs> you know, oh, I should have been playing for England loads. Really, Jamie, should you? Because was, there, was, there, was there everybody better than you in front of you? But, um, but yeah, yeah, that, that one amused me greatly. The best thing would be is if the bookies kind of thing is true. Is the fact that if Eddie Howe just walked out on Newcastle, that would just—I uh, <laughs> knew you'd enjoy that when I saw that come up. <laughs> the, the two things that would be incredible if it happened: Eddie Howe leaves to go manage England, and the Saudis pull out so they can buy Man United instead. <laughs> just, just hook it to the veins. <laughs> give me that lifeblood, that life energy. Well, yes. There you are. That, that was your. That was your. That was your running. Your any other business that was brought to the table there. Thank you once again for joining me and these three lovely, lovely gentlemen to take you through this week from a Middlesbrough whole Nottingham Forest perspective. Join us again next week where we'll be discussing the festive fixtures, and you, know, you never know. We might even throw in a little bit of something that we're looking forward to this festive period. You never know. We might try and keep it. One topic, just as a little treat for you all. But until then, it's bye-bye from me, and it's bye-bye from these three. Goodbye. So there you go. What do you think of that? Short and tweet, but still football. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. One last thing before you go. Please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop. Share the podcast around. And if you're in the mood for a website, check out thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button, which means you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to these grumpy old men talk about football. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.